0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com I-X-E. Over 150,000 tiles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Audible.com is your source for digital audiobooks. My personal favorite is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, read by Stephen Fry. It's amazing. So get your free audiobook. 30-day trial and free audiobook download and show your support for the intellectual podcast by going to www.audibletrial.com I-X-E Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flush no matter how many times you try in the
1: toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing Duck telling you, please, talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. <laughs> Whatever the heck that means. After all, You are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the 107th episode of the Intellectual Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Dawson, and we've got a great show for you tonight with the incredibly talented Rich Varville, Uh, musician, filmmaker, totally cool guy. You're going to love Sitting back and listening to Rich Varville, he chatted with uh, Kristen, Naomi, Mark, and myself, and uh, it's a good it's a good conversation. It's fun. He's uh, incredibly bright, and um, he's got just a hell of a history. He uh, he toured with Motley Crue when he was younger, and uh, he's um, kind of found just a new spirit and a new passion as a filmmaker. Um, He's still a rocker. Um, He's been excelling at making music videos here in San Diego for the last couple of years, and I know he's starting to branch out and do other things. I'm really looking forward to seeing what his 48-hour film project film turned out like. I've seen the poster, I've seen some behind-the-scenes videos, and it looks like he made a kick-ass western, which I'm really freaking jealous about. (laughs) I've been wanting to do a western for so long. Um, but we'll get to Rich's, uh, interview here in a second, just cover a few things going on here in San Diego that you might be interested in. Uh, don't forget, um, last night was the first of what will be six months of Tuesday night music mixers, music and film mixers, uh, that the film consortium San Diego is putting on at the whistle stop bar. So the first Tuesday night of every month from here to December uh, will be a music and film mixer at the Whistle Stop Bar. So make sure you check it out. It's a chance for you to meet musicians who would like to help out making music for movies. And uh, it's also musicians looking for filmmakers who'd be interested in helping them make music videos. It's a really good synergy of music and film. So check out the the movie music mixer every Tuesday night. Uh, first Tuesday night, sorry, at... Uh, at the whistle stop bar and don't forget the dive in theater pool party for film consortium San Diego. It's the primary fundraiser for film in Diego. It is just gosh, end of next week. It's, I mean, it's literally right around the corner. Um, you can get your tickets online at igg.me slash at that's at slash film in diego um that's igg.me slash at slash film in diego uh tickets are as cheap as 15 bucks to get in there's still a few of the $15 tickets left uh there's a lot of different packages available as well that include tickets um make sure you check out all the perks um because the ticket sales are going through the Indiegogo uh, campaign page, and every ticket you buy goes towards funding Film in Diego. We've already managed to, I, I'm speaking in the Wii format because I actually work for Film Consortium now, um, but we, uh, we've already funded one full episode of the show. Uh, we're very close to funding a second episode, and nowhere near the number of people who said yes, they're going on the Facebook page has actually contributed to the campaign yet by buying their ticket. If all of you get in there and start buying tickets, we should be able to fund another two episodes, I think, entirely off of ticket sales alone. Um, and that would put us halfway through the uh, season, um, funding-wise. So go to igg.me at slash filmindiego and get on board. Come to the Dive-In Theater Pool Party. You're going to love it. It's fantastic. It's at the Lafayette Hotel, which is beautiful and historic, and it's right there um, in the middle of everything down in San Diego area, and um, it's going to be a really good time. We're going to swim. We're going to lounge. We're going to have a screen set up, and we're going to be playing movies. Uh, Not all the same movies you've seen before. We're going to play some new stuff. We're going to have a good time. So come, uh, come check it out. The Dive-In Theater Pool Party for Film in Diego. It's, uh, gosh, it's August 15th? Is it really August 15th? Is it just 10 days away from from this? Uh, I, I think so. 10 days. We're 10 days out from the time I'm putting this thing up. It's, um, it's unbelievable how close it is, actually. <laughs> seemed so far away once upon a time but yeah, it's August 15th at 7pm at the Lafayette Hotel uh, go get your tickets um, if you can't remember the URL uh, go to Indiegogo.com and search for uh, Film in Diego um, and you can also go to filmconsortiumsd.com and check out the Film in Diego page there it's gonna be fun. Come, come, join us. D- don't, don't delay. Go right now. Pause this. You can pause this. Or if you're on a computer, you don't have to pause this. Just open another tab in your browser and go get your tickets. IGG.me/slash/at/slash/film in Diego. And uh, I just want to say one more thing before we get to the podcast. I want to congratulate the cast and crew of my film. Things happen. Uh, we got accepted as an official selection in the Los Angeles Cinefest this week. Very, very proud of the team. Uh, the judges start judging the films yesterday, so maybe we'll win something. Who knows? Um, we've already won one thing for Sebastian. I don't know if I ever mentioned it, but Sebastian won a a uh, acting award a, a while back at the Best Shorts Film Festival. So... Um, Hopefully I've got more news coming on the Things Happen Festival front as the year progresses and uh I will let everybody know if there's any opportunity to see the film and uh yeah so with that uh, I'm going to get right on it and move into this interview with Rich Varville uh so I can get it up today before I run out and go do three more podcast interviews so I got them all lined up uh for the next month and, uh, yeah. Anyway, here, here he is, Rich Varville, on the 107th episode of The Intellectual Podcast. Talk hard and enjoy the
1: mindgasm. The Intellectual Podcast starts now.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. So, cool.
0: All right, so we're sitting here with Rich Varville. Kristen's
2: staring at me.
3: Yeah, I am.
0: Yeah, sure. What's up? Oh, this making cold. me nervous.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, would not be the only one, or the first one today. No.
2: If, if we <laughs> had, what?
3: Staring down, JM.
2: I was I, listening. If that's if what we, you do, Mark. I saw you staring
1: that's down.
2: That's not what he does, right? Uh,
3: you you no. would have realized <laughs> if you weren't looking on your phone.
2: A, so now you guys BM. are having a stare. Now, a stare down is <laughs> not, not really BM. conducive to a podcast. My guys.
3: BM is delicious. Thank you for
2: asking. Ah. Uh, it's kind of a red BM, isn't it? Yeah. It's, okay. it's, got it's a reddish chunks color. Chunks of bloody and chunks. Ice in it. Yeah. BM
1: is uh, Bloody Mary for short, by yes. the way. We're not talking about
2: Only at, at Mark's house. Yeah. Only at Mark's. I was wondering what the straw was for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not recording it, are we? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I apologize in advance.
3: <laughs> Always start now, classic.
0: That's, that's a weird uh, yeah. Well, it is San Diego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay classy. What are you trying to say? Just that we're classy. We start off. By
3: I wasn't pulling San Diego into it. I'm with Mark Atkinson. That's all. I And have. then Stay we San, San Diego. We build
1: it up like the the one that we did with Eddie Lane. You know Eddie Lane? Yeah. And
2: all it was,
3: <laughs> was oh, why is
1: that funny. <laughs> Everybody knows Eddie
3: Lane. Knows <laughs> Come on,
0: he's Eddie. awesome, isn't
1: he? <laughs> he's like in New York right now. But uh, we started Niagara off Niagara Falls. Niagara.
0: Look at. It. So, I know. Yeah, I yeah, know. We're Eddie. They were them, the yeah. two long-haired like. Fellows, yeah, you were, in our and
2: then you uh, no more. Rich huh? went and you know, it all. Let him take the crown.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you had a pretty epic mane, though when I met you, yeah. yeah. I almost didn't yeah. recognize you
2: for a right. second, right? Right, and yeah, and and you chopped yeah.
1: it off right f- at the music mixer, right?
2: Nah, I don't know, yeah. It was right, uh, for late March. April, I remember me and Eddie Lane talked about
0: it. We're yeah. like, no, no.
3: remember, Would you that, at, Lane? at the pitch fest. Remember, we were David and I were
1: hosting the,
2: yeah. Music. Yeah, the music mixer. Is that
0: yeah. what you yeah. called it?
1: That's what oh, I'm okay. talking. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. And yep, fest, yep. Yes. That's yeah.
2: exactly. Yeah, I felt very naked, and I'm
1: like, yeah, it looks familiar. Yeah, yeah. Like, who's this guy? Uh, it's
2: like crashing our it. party. How
1: long he doesn't do you look have the like like
2: for? <laughs> oh, I've only been growing that out for like four years.
0: Four years. Okay.
2: I, you know, I cut it and I grow it out, and I cut it and I grow it out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: it's I do the same thing, but I don't let it grow that long.
2: Yeah. You know, it was I was doing a tribute band at the time for uh, Alice in Chains and I was growing it out for that instead of wearing a wig I didn't want to wear a wig I was lame and as soon as I grew it out long enough we stopped doing it so (laughs) (laughs) So, like that was a waste whoops (laughs) like four years man literally that's dedication though right like being (laughs) focused for four years on one thing yeah (laughs) yeah It's kind of like Samson, you know, for years. I have like, I got to have my power. My strength is long hair. I've always had long hair since I was like 14 years old, 13 years old.
0: Yeah. You know, I can so. only
2: ever get it down to about my shoulders. And everybody's
0: like, for God's sake, cut your hair. And I just get tired. That's the, the
2: hair worst hair. though. When it gets to your shoulder, you got to let it keep going and keep yeah. going. And
0: once it, it, it does it, weird shit. Yeah. When it's at your shoulder. And, every,
2: and my wife hated it. She hates it. I mean, I could get kind of personal about why she hated it, but you know, <laughs> <So> well, <on. laughs> yeah. Go on. it could be
0: an intellectual
1: exclusive. Your yeah. <laughs> hair, yeah. Never mind.
0: Okay.
3: Um, <laughs> I'm sure she sounds exactly like that. Yes. What well, sound-
0: well, were you yes. not trimming? <laughs> yes, my hair was very long. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, this podcast took a downturn very fast. <laughs> okay,
2: do overs. This is like a mulligan, right? Bring
0: it up. <laughs>
3: Well, it's kind of like golf. We're drinking Bloody Marys, so. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Not
1: exactly.
0: (laughs) Uh, So anyway. Yes. Okay. So you, you have a very long, rich music history that I, I I wanted to make sure we tapped into okay on the course of this this show okay she's, she's giving me that look all right. I know she's I wish she's she have looked a camera at me on that, her right I, now just a camera on the whole
2: time yeah just,
1: you do look enamored like, like, yeah
2: like big old st- googly she's eyes. like staring like, me down yeah
1: Dave knows what I'm talking about yeah. Yeah. I'm interested in what he's saying I know so am I, I can tell. Know, but I can look at this bloody Mary and <laughs> still hear him
2: See? <laughs> yeah okay so go ahead <laughs> so when did you start playing music oh God. When I was about seven or eight years old. Whoa. I always like playing music. Actually, I come from a musical family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom would always play like weird instruments around the house, these different stringed instruments. And she's very artistic and creative. And she's gone on to do art and sculptures and all kinds of stuff. So I think I learned it from her. My sister actually played, uh, was a phenomenal pianist and wrote musicals for RCA back when RCA and, and she toured Africa mm-hmm. and like all over. So she was mm-hmm. very musical. Um, and so I always started. I started off like jazz and uh, like trombone and trumpet and different instruments like that. And cool I, instruments. Yeah, brass,
0: not I mean, a clarinet
2: like clarinet or piccolo or. But anyway, flute. so flute. I, I never played the flute. I played the flute. Okay, that's why. <laughs> Every guy's played My the flute. One, yeah, not every guy there, Mark. Um the skin Mark, flute. Mark's got the pickle. <laughs> See? Keep it, keep it unclassy there. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> you, you tried to go literal and I went yeah. I went right to the
2: So then I, that kind of progressed to Too drums, many... you know, that you know, and you That's got all what all I wanted to play. Aggressive drums. and just yeah. pounding on stuff, you know. And uh and then about I was about 14, 13 or 14. I started playing guitar and that was the first thing I was like, wow, okay, I can kind of do anything with this. It's like limitless. You can do so many sounds and, you know, write so many songs. And and that was kind of it. And um, I just did that for years and years and years and, and uh, eventually started singing because I got sick of, trying to find singers in mm. rock music like forget about <laughs> it these guys heads that couldn't get through the door a lot of oh, We call it lsd gosh, yeah. lead singer disease oh, <laughs> right. that's just so nice. bad. seriously yeah huh, that's interesting so, and you know it's Ramp funny it. because uh after i started singing for a year or two i developed LSD. oh really? oh yeah 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 like the, oh, man, the air conditioning's right? on I'm like turn this air conditioning off i can't sing and my yeah. throat's drying out and no i need to have the girls in front of me because i'm the sing now you know, wow. it's just, yeah, I mean, you can, it's, yeah, it's powerful. It's a powerful yeah. thing. It's very cool. No, it's power well. I don't, Power the spotlight.
3: <laughs> that's, I mean, that, it's hard because you have that one side of you that's saying, you know, well, am I attractive enough? Am I talented enough? And then you have the opposite side of you saying, like, I am I'm great. I can do this. You have this constant battle. I Me, artist, <laughs> I know
2: I do. Yeah. Are you the voice in my head? I am. <laughs> I'm That's the why she's looking at you voice like that. I'm, I'm glad the voice in my head is so good looking. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, like, woo, good voice. In you your know, head. Mark could be Ugh. my voice in my head. Yeah, you don't want my voice in my head. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh.
1: Can you imagine?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it's um, when it comes to music and performing on stage. And I, I imagine I don't really act. I mean, I, I have, but I'm, I don't consider my act i'm a horrible actor but i can imagine they're very similar being on stage you know being in a band a front person singing and talking to the crowd it's a similar similar thing and it's ego driven yeah you want to be loved you want to be accepted for what you create in your art and you know I close it's not yeah. as
0: it's not as loud in the in the no, actual I, recording
2: sure. as it seems to us yeah. anyway. big 747 going over it went as right, long as it doesn't get like right really, really, really loud. The house. It was go back,
0: right outside. I go back and listen to these episodes, and people are like, "Oh, we're, we're, we're like yours. When We were outside of yeah. Balboa Park. I'm like, oh, that's the plane. I'm really, I'm, I'm apologizing the for the it. Man, you can't man. hear it. At all. <laughs> you <gotta get> <laughs> yeah. So you, you gotta my add the sound like, effect in there later. Like, what are you? What? What the hell are so you, you talking just about? Add a
2: little sound effect in there. Do a little foley, and it'll be, it'll be all good. People <laughs> like, oh, I get it. now. Okay. There is a plane. A little foley. There's a mailman
3: plane. That's how he delivers mail.
2: Yeah. So, you know, getting back to what you were saying, I, yeah, it's definitely a little ego. Um, I I never really felt it. I mean, I, when I was 18, we were, uh, the band I was in was signed to MCA and they, oh, wow. we actually got like limo rides to breakfast and then they threw all kinds of money into us. And we kind of got a big head then mm-hmm. and MCA, you know, for people that know it was a horrible record company and really? they fell apart. It was, it was hor- horrible for, for they, rock music. Cause yeah. they
0: wasted money on limos. It was just, yeah. <laughs> no,
2: it, was, it wasn't so much that, but they were, they just, they just didn't get it and they collapsed after a few years. Yeah. I mean, they were around for a long time, but in the nineties, it is. Anyway. Um, so I kind of got a taste of like a little success early on and it, I was just kind of silly, you know, mm. being all big headed about stuff. That's just dumb. But I was eighteen; it was it was fun. Right. And then, you know, after that, I was just I just love the art of creating music, you know, and that was that's the power of it. You know, the the uh, I remember several years ago I was uh, I was doing a show in Las Vegas, and I distinctly remember this. There was two guys standing in the front row, and I'd never seen them before, obviously, and just playing, and they're singing along with every lyric on uh, a song I wrote. And it just, like, I had this cool. overwhelming sense of, of satisfaction and connection. It's like, wow, these guys took the time. This is, like, something I was writing on my guitar in my bedroom, and these guys like it enough that they learned it, and they're, like, really singing. And they, singing and they know, and I'm going, wow, this is the connection. Like, this is That's what it's about great. right here. Yeah. And, and so I learned from that, too, in writing lyrics uh, how, how better to connect with people and try to write you know, stuff that's going to mean something to someone. And I get emails, you know, all the time, certain songs that really resonate more than others, obviously, uh, with people like, wow, that really meant something to me. So uh, I never really realized that early on playing guitar and, you know, being in bands until I started writing lyrics and singing that, like, wow, your words really have meaning, you know. And and people really take a lot from that. So it's you kind of owe it to your fans, too, I think. That,
0: yeah.
2: You know, to to give them something of substance. You know?
0: How much um, of that do you attribute to... Starting to write your own stuff or just getting older and kind of more aware of.
2: I you know, I, I'd actually always written lyrics, but I'd have another singer sing them. And but so I didn't really have the connection because someone else was singing it until I started singing my own lyrics. Then I went, Oh, wow, okay, now I get it. Now you came like full circle. It. Yeah. And um so that's been, you know, it's been like 15 years since I started doing that. Mm. Uh, but um yeah yeah <laughs> do you um, did you ever do any kind of you
1: said tribute earlier you know yeah,
2: well I had a, a period of time about 10 years ago or so
1: mm-hmm.
2: that we had put an album out and uh, I had about five years before that, they, I had a good run for about five or seven years. Um, opened up for Motley Crue on the Generation Swine okay. tour. And, and that was, it was cool. We're like, yeah, whoa, you know. A it was a dream for you, really? Yeah. Was, I mean, Motley Crue was one of the bands that like got me into playing live music because it was like mm-hmm. the crew. I mean, they're cool. Yeah. And to be able to play with them was like, yeah, it was definitely a career highlight. It was very cool. Mm. Um, but after that, the the chemistry of the band is kind of like, started falling apart and then I yeah. you know because it just it was just a weird thing but it's got to be so hard it's, kind of it's nature hard to bands. keep it together yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah I mean being in a band is like the, one of the hardest things ever I it's mean even the Beatles broke me. up you you know? Know? <laughs> it's 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 so hard I mean, to have an understanding of each other and, and mutual respect and, you know, let alone if anyone has drug or alcohol problems or uh-huh. other mental. And everyone that's a musician is mental. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's just it's Probably right. part of the territory. It's yeah. we're, we're difficult people. Uh-huh. Um, but, well,
0: and it's so easy on the road because everybody wants yeah. to buy you a drink. Everybody wants to yeah, keep no, the party going. You know for what? It, yeah. it. It's funny
2: because I never got into drugs. Um, I hardly I don't drink much. And I, I always try to stay focused on the craft. But it's very easy to fall into that. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. people are throwing stuff at you, and and because uh, I know, was a roadie for yeah. a long time, so yeah, right. it's I remember it's, watching it. It's around it's everywhere,
0: just, yeah, yeah. Everywhere you turn, somebody's handing stuff over. Absolutely. And,
2: oh yeah, I mean, it's yeah. funny because that. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go there. a I had a crew story, but okay, oh, our hey. drum tech. Okay, I'll tell you our yeah. drum tech, who will remain nameless, but I'll I'll send this podcast to him so he can <laughs> relive the story. <laughs> uh, we were at some theater and. Uh, in the back room, the green room, there's a like a utility closet off of that. I'm like, I'm lost, and I'm like, spinal tap, wandering around, going, okay. I'm looking for, I'm looking to get out of there or something. I open the door, and there's our drum tech with his pants down around his ankle, and some girls snorting a line of coke off of his junk, and I'm going, oh wow, I just went. That's rock and roll. That yeah. is rock and roll. <laughs> and that's what, okay. I was say. That's, uh, yeah, I'll that's see one you. way to do it. <laughs> he just looks over and he's like, what's that, dude? Okay. You want you want a bump? Yeah. No, <laughs> that's okay. I'll pass. Uh, but yeah, no, it's you know, a crazy rock and roll lifestyle. But I, I try not to get too caught up in that. You know, yeah. I was always trying to be fo- – I was always the business guy too. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. I'm always trying to keep things together. And it's, uh, yeah. You know, I got it's a so friend tough. like
1: that too and he's in a band. But his thing is he's in a – and I love the guy. But I mean he's in a sublime tribute band. Mm-hmm. And it's they're called Bad Fish and they're – fucking huge the guys made so much money off of it and, and and I went to high school with him and you know I, I was a roommate with him for a while in college but um very cheap guy but it's just uh it's amazing how much success <laughs> I don't even want to get into the whole battery for the remote control thing but anyways it's, it's just amazing how much uh, <laughs> it, it, how much success he's had but only because he's incredibly intelligent he doesn't He's got music talent, sure, but he's just a smart businessman yeah. who's excellent at chess. He was ranked nationally when he was in junior high. He's like Will Hunting, you know what I mean? He's yeah. got an engineering degree that will probably never use because he just puts all of that into the business. And yeah. like he, you know, he's got a wife and kids now and doesn't really drink anymore because yeah. he's boom. Business yeah, guy.
2: it's most musicians yeah. that escapes them, that it is right. a business. You need mm-hmm. to educate yourself on how it works. Mm-hmm. If you
0: don't, you're just going to fall by the wayside. I mean, it's. You know, I, think, I, I think a lot of artists have that problem, not, not yeah. just the musicians. Yeah. Actors, you see it all the time with actors, too. And I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, so. they don't
2: fully accept that this is a business. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's our art. We love doing it. But at the same time, if you're selling a product – you know, it is a business. You know, and mm-hmm. you need to follow the business guidelines. You know, to, mm-hmm. if you want to have any kind of success. Yeah, you, know, yeah. yeah. you
0: hear a lot of actors say, "Well, I got an agent, but they they haven't they haven't pushed me for anything. They haven't gotten me anything." So yeah. well, when was the last time you called them? Right. When's and the last time they did anything? Well, <laughs> I've seen so yeah, many exactly. actors. Yeah. that
3: will have an agent now. They're going to do everything for me. Right. No, right? That's not. case. Yeah. I was definitely
0: guilty
1: of both of what they just said. I mean, it's different, it's not like uh, Ari and, and you watch Entourage, it's not like that. You don't really call your agents be like, hey, send me out. But yeah, I should've, there's been years that went by, I should've been more proactive. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And the consortium kind of- Telling kinda like them the back. things
0: you're doing. Yes, yeah. yeah it's a
2: lot easier. And they wanna know that you're busy, that you're active. Yeah, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. And, yeah.
3: I mean, if you'd probably agree, considering you've been, you know, self-employed since you were so young, if Dude, you're working for yourself, you're more driven to your success. Oh sure. I I stopped the uh, 5 thing. Well because thing it's a your responsibility. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You don't
3: have a choice anymore. Right. You can't fail because you only want to go up.
2: Well so, you, you you do have a lot of failures along the way and you learn from them. You try not to make the same yeah. mistakes, but yeah, I mean, the biggest part is educating successful. yourself so you don't. Successful,
3: you know, fa- like, falls along the way, I would I, say. No it,
2: one succeeds bumps. without having failures Absolutely along the way. I, you I know, no one does everything agree. perfect all along. You know, that's what you learn to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my father people, said you have to fail. Yeah.
0: yeah. And if you're not, not, if you're not failing once in a while, it's because yeah. you're not but doing anything. But you have anything. to have a
2: thick skin, <laughs> and you've got to know how to be resilient. You know, that's – and, you know, I imagine with – maybe not so much in music I mean I've had different tracks you know music tracks that I've sold along the years and you get some stuff turned down and I imagine it's kind of like an audition you get turned down well maybe you're not right for the part doesn't mean you suck mm-hmm. you know so yeah. people take it too personally a lot of yeah. times mm-hmm. yeah, there's so much and, that's
0: beyond your control yeah as to whether you get the, the gig or the job or mm-hmm. the right exactly or you may not
2: be that, that that day you may not be the right person but hey you know next week you might be so
0: mm-hmm. but you gotta now, you gotta create
2: opportunities yeah. for yourself and that's yeah. what people don't understand they, they all sit around like oh i've put this out i i should be you know people be knocking down my door like Mm. (laughs) you have to create opportunities constantly and you got to network and that's like you know that's why we started that's the huge and you got to support each other where this is the thing that drives me nuts especially like san diego music scene Mm. is that it's very clicky uh the i used to promote shows and i'd bring bands together and and What happens is you get certain bands that'll show up, they'll do like eight o'clock slot or nine o'clock slot, and they'll bring their 10, 20 friends whatever. And as soon as they're done, they just bail. Like, oh, yeah, we took everybody with us. Like, okay, you know what? I'm never working with you guys again, you know, because for one, you only brought 10 or 20 people. But I believe in creating community and these bands that work together and support each other, because if you treat it like a competition, you're going to fail. And mm. are going to fail miserably. And there's, you know, 99% of the bands do that. And it's yeah. ridiculous. But we do have a core group of bands that support each other around town. And, you know, if you look at your iPod collection, you know, do you have – is the only thing in there one band? You only listen to one band? No. You nah. could listen to all kinds of music. Like, you yeah. know, there's plenty of room for music and, yeah. and to share and create community. That's that's the biggest thing. And that's one of the things, you know, in the last couple of years since I've known – like with you guys with the the, uh, film consortium too, is that the community and supporting each other, it's a little different, I think, because in this community, uh, you, it's more individualized and yeah. you know, people you know will work you know different projects together and yeah. it's kind of out of necessity you yeah. know but in bands you're kind of a band you're like a gang you know and yeah. you, you know you you've got different colors and this you know it's just yeah. kind of silly
0: well you know? and, and you also have the, the groupies in music that you don't really have in our film community mm. where, where you get a group where you get a group of fans that <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that really do obsess on a particular band and will yeah. only go and listen to that band when oh, sure. they leave and, sure you know, it's, just, it's it's a, there's a, there's, they're very yeah, similar, yeah, but, they're but I, not I, quite yeah, the same. I'm
2: talking more the business in yeah. with musicians in supporting each other in the community of, and how you can make a community grow. And that's like mm-hmm. Seattle was so huge for so many years because they supported each other. Oh, and like it the wasn't 90s? Like a, yeah, it wasn't a competition. Yeah. And they supported each other mm-hmm. and, and it thrived. Mm-hmm. You know, and San Diego, San Diego does have a, a, a pretty good music scene and, and has, but um, it, at least within the rock band, you know, Portion of it, I I can't really speak to some of the other genres, but you know from my experience with rock music, it's eh, it's kind of like that. It's a little bit of a competition.
1: Yeah, I, I'm originally from the stand-up world, and you want to talk about competition? Oh, I imagine it's fucking terrible.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I originally, you know, I got out
1: of it because I just I didn't love it. So I'm like, hey yeah. if I don't love it, eh. you know. But uh, oh my god, imagine that's tough. Some what of the worst it? people in the entertainment industry are definitely <laughs> comedians. I wonder how much
0: of that people. mentality comes from the fact that like to make a film. You've got like 40, 50 people working yeah. on your oh, movie. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. collaborative. To make music as a band, there's five, six of you maybe. Or one. Yeah. Or one. Or two. And to be a stand-up <laughs> yeah. comic, you're one guy. One guy, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it just really Very affects the, the culture of that yeah. community. Sure. It's yeah. Hmm. That's Unless definitely. you're part of a comedy troupe.
1: Oh uh, yeah, but that's div- yeah mean, improv. Yeah, is, yeah totally different. different.
2: Well, which which? But I know yeah, you're, you're saying went to improv. improv yeah, yeah, from I, the top, I you know. think that's a tough. See, I've done shows where I uh, just an acoustic guitar and I yeah. sit up there and it's nerve wracking. And I'm used to like a wall of sound, you know. And yeah. there's you know Marshall's blaring and it's it, you know. It's, it's That thing, but well, you're sitting up there, like you know, and like, I'm hearing forks drop and people talk. Oh, I'm like, yeah. You should be listening to me. What are you doing? <laughs> it's horrible. Am I know? not entertaining you? Uh, yeah. are you
3: not entertained? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, uh, man, yeah, it's I, I couldn't imagine. I've seen some stand up, yeah, you know, and where I just go, Wow, that's I got. Tremendous respect for those guys because that has got to be. I can do stand up when it's
1: bad. And people it's are just scrutinizing you too. Yeah, your mom and your mom—they're not going to heckle you if you're playing the guitar. They're going to be like, "You suck.
3: You're not funny." Yeah, you
2: know. Yeah. Well, I, like, mean, yeah. Where, I
3: mean, depending on where—I mean, I—I was doing stand up. I was hosting stand up nights mm. too in Chicago too. And same thing. I've had friends in you know the music world. My half brother's a DJ, and um, my half—my friends are musicians, and the other half are. Are, you know, other kinds of artists and they had the same, you know, kind of situations and hurdles that you've gone through, but it's the same when it comes down to an art form. Yeah. It's, it's either you against people or you against yourself or a community together. And I think you're absolutely right when you're talking about having everyone work together as a whole, mm-hmm. I've seen it work both ways. Mm-hmm. I've seen the comedy world rip each other apart
1: yeah,
3: and I've seen the music world rip each other apart, but I've seen it too even in a big, I mean, Chicago is a big city, but when you get people together that actually care about what they're doing and they want to create something, it's magic. So, I mean, if they can, we can do that here in San Diego more. Ugh, I would love to see that. Mm -hmm. I really would. Because it really does work. And even though it is a business, it's Mm -hmm. still an art form. And I think that's where we see the difference. Oh, it's,
2: yeah, that's really difficult. Any, any, yeah.
3: Positive way. Any Any
2: art form and crossed with (laughs) businesses, that's a recipe for disaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But we love doing it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And let me ask you this coming from the music world, Mm -hmm. because that's the most, like in my lifetime, we went from, I think cassettes when I was a little boy, and then the CDs, and now there's nothing tangible. It's all digital. Uh, no one gets albums anymore. Right. No industry in entertainment has changed as much as music in the last, we'll say, 15 years. Well, I mean, a
2: lot of the technology businesses, but yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah, especially music, sure.
1: But live music is probably it's it's I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Well, sucks. It's, it's no, no, not necessarily. No, <laughs> it I,
2: sucks. It, yeah, I mean, because live music years ago used to be uh so much more exciting yeah it it depends it's a lot of that's geographic too i mean san diego live music is is really difficult is it past its peak um well i don't know if it's past its peak but it's difficult in san diego and a lot of the coastal cities because there's so many other things to do so you're 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 really vying for a lot you know a little chunk of the market share and it's it's hard get people to come out there's so many things to do like I've played shows. I remember like Twenty Nine Palms, where it's a little town out in the middle um, of Springs. nowhere. Yeah, yeah, like way up there, and we're just going, "Oh man, this guy's everybody suck. in town." Like five hundred people are like, "Wow, how this That's happened on you know, yeah. this little club?" Yeah. That's amazing. And I played little little towns here and there, and because there's nothing else to do, yeah. and you, man, yeah. you really you're appreciated. You know, you feel good because man, everyone's that. coming out, and it's a great vibe in yeah. a big town. Though, man, it's it's tough to be a little fish in the big town. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, huh. San Diego, especially, because there's so many things to do. Uh and and people, are, you know, I mean the internet age too. People, you know, like, oh, just watching on, you know, online. Yeah. You know, they're it's they're not real inclined to get out.
1: Well, that's know? true. I mean, even you know, I don't want to go back to comedy, but I guess I have to. Uh if if there's a good comedian in town, I'm like, oh, let's go see him, like I'd invite a couple of my friends and be like. Yeah. We can see him on YouTube. Yeah, I'm exactly.
2: Like, Come on, really? Yeah, I think the live experience has really escaped Hippy. a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. it's it's sad, but you know, mm-hmm. at the same time, like the venues uh, years ago used to have like great light shows, and it's like uh-huh. it was fun to go and and the music. You know, I mean, I, I was like '80s guy, you know, and it was like yeah. wow, you know, it was like huge. And what happened, like, in the 90s, like, country music started getting big because Uh, you had, like, uh, uh, Mutt Lang, you know, started producing. He produced Def Leppard in the 80s, and then he went to producing country artists in the Mm -hmm. 90s. And country music in the 90s was like rock music with a twangy voice. But, you know, like, look at Garth Brooks, like, fireworks and pyrotechnics and smashing guitars on stage. It was was a rock show. But that's what people wanted to see. It's exciting. You go to see a show, you know, and, you know, no knock on Pearl Jam, but, I mean, they're fucking boring. (laughs) They just stand around. They're a great band, but I mean, it's like, that's boring, you know, a bunch of guys in flannel shirts, you know, (laughs) you know, staring, you know, walking in circles on stage. It's boring, you know, and in the nineties, a lot of the nineties bands, you know, it just kind of ruined live music. I thought the nineties bands really, I really think so. Yeah. Because, uh, during that era, I mean, it was, there was a, there was a, a steady decline, let's say. Sure. Uh, wasn't as exciting, but that's why uh, you know country music started getting huge in the '90s. So oh, out started because nobody wanted to go
0: watch the grunge bands play live.
2: Right? It's like I could just listen to their their CD and it's fine, you know. But um, you go to a live show. I mean, you, you still like look at Alice Cooper and Motley Crue. You know, still yeah. going. Their shows are like they're fun. The crew. I took my thirteen year old last year to crew, and it was just like. He's yeah. like, holy shit, G- this is so awesome. You know, like, yeah, it's a rock show, man. It's not, you know. Yeah, it's, I saw Alice
0: Cooper in Dallas in 96. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the best shows I ever attended. Like, he was amazing.
2: Yeah, and it's just because it's like fun. There's theatrics, and you're like, yeah. wow, this, it's like that's a rock show. And, and well, you just he's a,
0: he's a like wicked it. smart businessman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he he figured out yeah. his niche and just excelled at it.
2: Yeah. I'll Tell you who's a fantastic band to see live is Ramstein.
3: Oh, <laughs> I've wanting to see them for Oh years. my god,
2: they're amazing! <laughs> That's what I heard. Everybody, uh, you don't even have to understand their music, amazing. and their music's yeah. like really wacko. I mean, it's yeah. if, you, if you translate but some of their lyrics and you're like, okay, these the guys stuff are they out have there on
3: stage, yeah, like, they're like Guns.
2: such a well. They they like the, the one I wanted like to see, alien. and I guess I never
1: will, is yeah. Guar. They're aliens,
3: they
2: have like, yeah, Dave Brocky died a year ago,
3: just a bunch of weird. shit. Is it the same? weird? is Ramstein the same thing as Ramstein? Are they
1: the same? Same, like, but they have like a. I know they're not the same, but the same kind of. No, no, no. not even
2: close. <laughs> not even close, dude. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about? Gwar. I know what you're saying. Yeah. No, they're very theatric. No, Uh-oh. they're they're kind of silly. Kind of, it's a whole. Did a you ever see shit. a show? Oh yeah. 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 Is it awesome? Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, Everyone, I mean, it's, like, it's one of those cities. They still like do the blood, blood out? the guar oh, yeah, blood. I, yeah. yeah.
3: Everybody came but out see, looking like uh, what's her face Snooky. They were all like yeah. orange. Yeah. dyed from guar well, they, blood.
2: They, it was like a some sort of like food color. Some it was some sort of liquid that yeah. they'd make that actually would dry up as a powder, and you, they could sweep it up after shows. They were oh, yeah, wow, it's it so, brilliant. Really yeah, cool. cool. yeah, it really was. Cause, oh yeah, clubs yeah. didn't want them bringing in like you know <laughs> nasty sticky crap. That's oh. you know clean up like now. Nah. So they're yeah they they were pretty smart some of the
3: best guys I've ever met have been in metal bands absolute teddy bears and like the sweetest guys i've ever met
2: yeah it's always gotten a bad rap on the the personality side of things because but i mean metal fans are like some of the most loyal real like family oriented Mm -hmm. people there's it you know generally is a good community you know Mm -hmm. like that so it's the douchebags
3: that play those romance songs on their guitar they're a-holes you know, those wow. little, like, bubblegum pop emo talking
2: like, about John Mayer. Justin Bieber. <laughs> John Mayer is actually fantastic. John he's, he's actually a good really good player. Like, All right. When good it comes songwriter. to, uh, like, John Mayer's trio,
3: like, when he does, yeah, he's like, he wouldn't dirty, put him in that when he does, like, dirty blues, like, John Mayer is really Yeah, he's a fantastic awesome. player. And he's actually pretty, really, like, pretty funny, so.
2: Talented guy. Yeah, he's oh, really sure.
3: talented. But he needed to do the bubblegum pop to start selling his own music. It does. It does sell records. So that's.
0: That's me. what's a record? Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's right. a record. What's a record?
0: Once upon a time, yeah. music was put on a giant hey, piece of records, of the
3: just a little pile yeah. over there. You might want to take a
1: Saturday, look at that. Bloody sound anything
0: you like. Yeah, he already <laughs> sold a bunch of them to Hell. I did. <clears throat> Recent
1: posters. Recent posters.
3: Well, I, <laughs> I ended up
0: becoming a roadie because I was fortunate enough to get to see Pink Floyd um, in ninety-four.
3: <laughs> he keeps telling the story. I'm so jealous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it just blew me away. Yeah. I mean, I'd never seen anything like that show. The yeah. Wall is still one of the biggest selling albums too to yeah. this day. Mm-hmm. Well, and I regret I didn't get to go see Roger Waters tour it on this final tour. Like mean, just bums mm-hmm. me out that I didn't get to go see it. But yeah, I mean the 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 great bands mm-hmm. are great showmen. I yeah. Mean, that's just really yeah. what it comes down to. There's
2: there's, you know, it's just like a big movie star. There's something special about them that that really resonates with people. And that's why they're at where they're at, you know? Yeah. And then there's the rest of us
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> trying to like, make our way in the world. Like coming out of that grunge and stuff era. I mean, mm-hmm. Dave Grohl has turned into a, an amazing showman. Yeah. Cause himself. he's adapted
3: Did and he
2: changed. S- he didn't do the same exact thing. Did you, know? you see
3: yeah. this throne he made when he was all hopped up on <laughs> painkillers? Yeah. Okay. Do you know this story? Mark? He oh, broke no. his leg. He, he broke leg his concert. leg
0: playing finished concert. Finished the concert. Stage yeah. Finished it while, while the paramedics are working on his leg on stage. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. sitting there playing. Yep like two, three yeah. weeks ago. Oh, he's
1: awesome. I and saw now, the Blue Fighters I think
3: two times. He was on a ton of painkillers yeah. and designed this like weird like Rock guitar throne, for throne so him he could to sit, sit in down and, and still play guitar and sing. Which <laughs> I think is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, it's I mean anyone cool. that I mean
2: that's because he Most loves just his fans, you know. And, yeah. and, mm-hmm. it's, and I think a lot of true artists have that, that sense of they owe it to their fans like because they wouldn't be where they are Without, without the fans, them, like yeah. hey, I'll do anything you know I to entertain you guys. I saw it, but it's absolutely. Especially accurate. like with I don't know with other genres of music, but I mean with live, with live rock music, there is just something about it. like a guitar, drums pounding, and it's like yeah. man, the energy. There's nothing like it. What, it do just, you have
3: a favorite show that you've done, or maybe a favorite tour,
2: favorite venue?
3: Yeah, favorite oh, cities.
2: Not really. I'd say Midwest. Uh, people are a lot more passionate hmm. you know the really? the bigger cities people are a lot more they're, they're worried about Jaded. you know yeah they're mm. just like oh cool i, I look say. standing over here in the corner
3: no he's right but, in chicago they just stand there yeah. they don't move it's yeah. weird
2: and it's it's more of a big city yeah thing. it's a big city um, but you go to these little towns in like midwest oh my god That's people are just ass. passionate yeah. rabid you know and it's it's yeah. fun it's like cool Iowa, there's nothing I'm to like do dude, dude you gotta come stay at my house tonight and <laughs> you know you and it's like i've stayed many a night like you know and they're like the coolest people like family like my mom will make you dinner dude and like all right cool that's that sounds good (laughs) meals.
3: (laughs) yeah they're eating like shit on the road how's your mom you got a sister too (laughs) (laughs) when i was bartending years ago i had i'm i can't tell you how many times i've traded whiskey for like packets of oatmeal and i'm like that's what you're eat keep it here's more whiskey just keep eat you know (laughs) i don't want that but that's all they had you know when they're on
2: the road so yeah
0: a lot. Awkward silence. <laughs> Never an awkward <laughs> silence. Is <that> awkward pause? <laughs> you
2: just went to oatmeal Whoops. and it just like
1: <laughs> look
0: mommy to
1: oatmeal. I
2: started talking Talk
0: about those BMs. I don't know. I started yeah. thinking, is it instant oatmeal? And and do they use the vodka to make it?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they do. It's
0: I'm just sure it's instant do. vodka. It's Arnold oatmeal.
3: Schwarzenegger oatmeal. <laughs> yeah, I guess.
1: <laughs> so wait, you have any kind of crazy stories from your 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 zenith we'll say?
2: crazy stories. Yeah. And there's always stuff. I, mean, I know you got a crazy kids, to me so is like, well, He's
1: already told us a crazy yeah, that story. Was a pretty no, crazy. no. I mean like a, you know what I mean? Nah you don't want nah, yeah, I uh, yeah I can't I will be okay. liable Off off off
2: off, off My guess, wife maybe. might listen yeah, to this yeah, okay, yeah, Alright yeah.
1: I painted you in no corner there. Sorry, Yeah man thanks bad. There my needs bad. to be
2: like an artistic Frank color, Frank understanding color. Of
3: <laughs> times that have passed You know it's, uh, I'm it's,
1: sure there is I know yeah. guys fans But you know I mean yeah. he, no, He's I mean, a businessman That's
2: business Honestly though I mean I was pretty mellow You know compared Cause I tried to keep My head on straight Cause I was always Like the business guy I'm like okay How many t-shirts We sell tonight, night And CDs And like inventory I'm Doing like spreadsheets while everyone else was partying. Oh, really? you know? oh yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, did you make uh, more on merch? You think?
2: You know, we had shows where I mean, t-shirts are huge. Yeah, band uh-huh. t-shirts. What I, heard, are I heard merch yeah. was like, where well, is like Well, you know, a, a good a good story. Jewel, uh, from what I know, was she lived like down the street in a van, I think. Right. Well, she was very smart. I think oh, she signed with Atlantic. Anyway, what, uh, whatever record She's company. In her mom was managing her, and her mom was adamant about maintaining her merchandising rights, which mm-hmm. record companies for years and years would take all your merch as well, or a big, big percentage of it. Mm-hmm. And she's her mom was like, absolutely not. We're retaining our merchandising rights, 100% of it, or whatever percentage, oh. a really high percentage. So she made tons of money. You know, if you're selling a, you know, a concert shirt for like t-shirt for oh, $25. 30, 40 bucks at least yeah. even, you know, 20 years ago. And you're, and it costs you like two, three bucks to produce them. Yeah. I mean, you're making a lot of money. You make way more off of that than you do mm-hmm. off of record sales. That's so crazy. And you know, the, the marketing genius, what we used to do with our, our band shirts was every three to six months you put out a new design a new yeah. design and your fans will keep buying them. Oh,
1: that's clever. But if
2: you have a new album out, they're only gonna buy that once. Yeah. Or they're going to burn it for their friends or whatever. So t-shirts are really huge huh. you know, and still are. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. It's a shirt. I mean, everyone needs a shirt, right? Yeah. I'm
1: yeah. wearing one right now. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, gra-
0: graphic tees are like, yeah. you know, my yeah. thing. Yeah, this was
1: from the show. See? Yeah, this I got This Yeah, Kathy Coleman.
0: She oh, yeah.
1: She was on Land of the Lost. We had her on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Uh, her, her Buddy
0: Holly shirt. Yeah. A little bit. She's a big she's weed a, proponent. Yeah, <laughs> she's a, she likes the green. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> she's a nice lady.
3: She looks like a nice lady. She's going to be down at Comic Con uh,
0: next weekend. Oh,
1: is
2: she? Yeah. Comic Con, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have, how how are you, what are you doing for Comic Con? Ah, so I mean, yeah, we're filming. Yeah,
3: I was going to say you have a project that's going on. Yeah, for Comic Con, tell us about it.
2: Yeah, that. a local band, Dive Bomber, we're doing uh, their music video. They—I don't uh, know if you've ever seen them, but the Nomad, the singer, he—he paints his entire body. I don't know if you've ever seen him, but uh, it's—it's mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy, and—and and the guy, I, I'm just really admire his. Uh, You know, just uh, sticking with it, you know, I mean, just show after show, week after week, just painting your whole body. I mean, Mm. that's got to be rough. I mean, that's, you know, dedicate yourself to it like that. But uh, yeah, we're doing a music video. They're playing a club down there on opening night of Comic-Con. And we're just going to be following him around, you know, on the streets, kind of just interacting with people. and, And hopefully he stands out. But I I'm telling them I'm gonna do. There's a lot of Comic there's, there's a lot, a lot coming, of crazy looking like, yeah. people, so you might just blend in. So yeah, um, but 360 uh, nights of the year he yeah. would, but not those five yeah. days or nights. Uh, so yeah, we're doing that, and then doing like a red carpet thing in a club down there, and we're filming that, and then we're filming their show. Oh, cool. And then we're actually doing some storyline because when I do music videos, I'm very, very big on storylines. Mm-hmm. I, I really am not. You know, I've had bands contact me about, you know, oh, I want to do like a performance video, like show how cool I look, and like, eh, I'm not Find the guy for else. you. <laughs> yeah, I really, I've turned like three or four <laughs> bands down. And just the last two months, I'm like, nah, it's not really what I want to do. Or their song is just bad. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't really want that on my resume. Sorry. but, yeah. um, <clears throat> And they will remain nameless. But uh, uh, sure. no, I actually got yeah, several. We have three or four music videos coming up this summer that we're producing. Kind of Whoa. putting my own stuff on hold. Good yeah. for
1: you. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Should be should be fun. Cool. What club are you going to play at?
2: Uh, shoot, shoot, shoot. I don't shoot even know. It's, it's downtown. It's... Downtown. Um, I don't even know the name of it. Mm. It uh, used to be the stage, I think. It's uh, right there by Horton Plaza. Yeah, I think I know. I forget that they, they changed the name. Of yeah, it. yeah. I'm not That's sure. That oh, oh, place changes the big club every it's six flux. months.
1: Is every right, time? No. no. Oh, no if, yeah. it's, if it was the stage, yeah, I would. Yeah,
2: I know what you're talking it's about. It's a smaller venue. It's 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 cool for. Uh, it goes way back, going, and the, you know, yeah, it literally yeah. stage. It has right. a balcony up above. People you mm-hmm. can get up there, but turnover right there is ridiculous, though. But we're actually doing a little bit of a storyline to that too. We're gonna we're gonna do like. We're going to do kind of a cool stop motion. I'm trying to talk him into uh, – seen that Gautier video where he's painted up and melts off? It's kind of cool. We're going to kind of do a little bit of a thing like okay. that. The song is called World of Fire, so we're going to actually paint his body – in like time-lapse where it's like fire crawling up his body oh, but look it's cool. paint, so it's really cool or oh, it'll look cool. really bad i don't know i mean it's, it's <laughs> yeah, one of those ideas man, so you like, can only really this sounds really good. cool yeah, then you do it like yeah that's <laughs> not so
0: much you gotta do it to yeah work, work. it works <laughs> yeah nice. well
2: yeah, i was we were actually taught, I was talking with uh, my partner on it and he's like um so we're gonna do like stop motion on that okay and uh so how long is that gonna be in the video i said i don't know you know maybe you know, like 20 seconds or something because wait a minute So if we're shooting 24 frames a second, that's like 480 photos we have to take of this guy. Mm-hmm. And I said, mm-hmm. well, maybe there's only going to be about eight seconds in it. <laughs> I've done. I, I don't do stop. You know that much stop motion. I did one stop video with stop camera. motion, and man, it was it was seven seconds, and it took me like all day. It was ridiculous. It makes me really
0: appreciate that oh, old God. Peter Gabriel video. Bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, anything like Art Studios, you know, yeah. the
2: Wallace and Gromit and all the the. Oh, those, those, that's those guys phenomenal. Are, they work years. On Four shows, years, like so. average for a film, like yeah. that's just crazy. Yeah, I love yeah. Wallace and Gromit. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> huge fan, but um, I don't have the patience for that though.
0: (laughs) No, it takes a very specific type of filmmaker to be, be an animator.
2: Oh yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, I tremendous respect for them, but man, Mm. I I can't do that. I don't have the patience for it.
0: Hey guys, David here interjecting this interview for just a moment to, well, try and pay the bills here at the intellectual podcast. Uh, Help us out and go sign up for a free trial at audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a one month chance to scope out the entire library. Just go to audibletrial.com slash I X E that's audibletrial.com slash I X E and get access to thousands of really wonderful audiobooks at audible.com and your free trial helps us out and it helps you out because let's face it books, books, expand your mind. And what better way to become a better filmmaker than to expand your mind? So go to audibletrial.com slash I-X-E and sign up for your free trial today with Audible. And now, back to the podcast. <laughs>
2: but what we're doing is a little different, you know, so it, it should be fun. It should be cool. But, we'll, you know, like I always say, it could be a total disaster too.
0: It's so worth it. We've all had those too, right? Absolutely. <laughs> like, oh,
2: this could be the greatest thing. And gotta, it turns out like the shit. The risk you take. <laughs> yeah, me and Dave
0: did <laughs> about 10 gotta, years ago. It was allow, What's the Vig? <laughs> yeah. You gotta allow space for failure. Oh, sure. And that's just all there is to it. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, you know, as we get older, we get a little bit more proficient in what we do. You know, that that margin of failure should go down to like almost nothing, you know. But it's all preparation or, now.
0: Or you keep it the same size, but you keep doing bigger, badder, bolder things. Yeah, you challenge yeah. yourself, reinvent you yourself.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
3: that that Mm
0: -hmm. sounds like it. As long as you keep learning
3: and you keep, you know, keeping it fresh, but you're still in it. I think that's the most important part. The older artists I've seen that have failure later on in life are the ones that stop growing. Yeah. And I think as an artist. Well, they think they got even, it figured out. Exactly. That's Yeah, you're kind of done. Even as a businessman. It's always an woman. evolution. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. always a process. So. Well,
2: the thing that's great about, about the arts, too, is you can always meet new people that will inspire you to do bigger and better things or different types of things. And maybe, you know, start thinking outside the box a little bit. And that, that's what's so great about, you know, music and video and, and film and all that stuff. It's just that creative outlet. You know, my main concern at this point, though, is just creating something of quality. You know, I want to make my mark in the world. I don't want to waste time doing something that's half-assed. You know, that's yeah. that's like my biggest fear. Put something out because I had to. Or, you know, or like working with a client that just, oh, I want it this specific way. Like, well, they're the paying client, so you're going to have to listen to them. But you don't want to lose your own artistic integrity. And, yeah. you know, so it's it's a delicate balance.
0: That's kind of where my battle emotionally is with the 48-hour film project these days. Mm-hmm. Is Yeah, it's cool. Everybody's making all these movies. But on the same token it's not so cool that all these people are rushing to make a movie all mm. the time yeah and, and then calling it like amazing and it's yeah. not all the time <laughs> right yeah. um so like we, we we very specifically my team in the fall decided in the spring we were going to shoot something outside of the 48 take our time <clears throat> you know multi-day shoot mm-hmm. several weeks to edit you know really really commit ourselves to a a full production schedule, right. which my team hadn't done in years because we got into this kind of 40-hour film project, yeah. rapid rapid refresh right, kind of mentality. Right. And it took us – it was a Herculean effort to, yeah. like, decide to step out of that again and go back the kiddies, to doing things the Yeah, I mean, you got to – But it was good for us.
2: Yeah. For Sometimes us. you do have to take a big step back. You know, I do that all the time. You have to reevaluate. <laughs> like, like weekly,
0: <laughs> real valuation.
2: <laughs> yeah, I started something this week. Maybe I shouldn't have now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. So you said the 48 hour. Yeah, that's, this is going to be yeah, my first time. Yeah, you're doing I'm it, trying. huh? Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, good for you. Yeah, I don't know. No. I don't know if it's going to no. be
2: good for me. It's probably Love it or hate it, you're going to do it. Yeah, it, and, and you know, you're going to uh, have yeah. a story about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm, I'm actually, I'm looking forward to it. I think the thing for me because like with all the music videos I do, I'm very, I like to be cinematic. I like to be storytelling because, you know, mm-hmm. songs should say something, you know, and, and let's create a visual, you know. And so I think this is just a natural progression.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm hoping me. you pull yeah. musical. Cause I think you'd do like the badass. I, I think that would oh be the God.
2: worst. What? I think that would <laughs> be <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Because it's like too close to home. <laughs> sure. I spent too much. I spent a lot of time on production though. I mean, yeah. you know, I just mixed an album this, this past year uh, that we spent months and months on, you know, sort of perfecting it and making it sound so good. And, you know, and that's the way I'm with my own stuff. I'll spend a couple months, you know, working on a song. And so I, uh, that's, that's my biggest fear is like there's drawing music. going to be, be like, very yeah, curious to hear how your yeah, you're for You're going to be challenged, oh, know, my friend. Well, <laughs> because, actually, because it
0: is a test. It is, it is a test in being able to say good enough. Yeah. Oh, I know. And that's, that's my, that's the hardest thing for <laughs> me is saying, so okay, hard. it's good enough.
2: Like, wow. That's, I don't think those words ever come out of my mouth, you know, because <laughs> Yeah, you know, but you know I kind of I understand hey good enough's going to be you know as good as it's going to get. But, you know, I I have a I you know for the last 15 years I've always I want to put out something of quality every time. I don't want to ever put anything out half ass. So that's like this this is really stepping out of the box for me. I mean, mm-hmm. big time. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but I have a good team, you know, I've got, you know, the core group of people I've known for years that, you know, we all Mm -hmm. work really well and they understand, Hey, it's, it's not, you know, there's not a whole bunch of chefs in the kitchen, you know, it's everyone kind of knows their place and. And we work really well together. And I, you know, I've got—I don't, I'm not real bossy, you know. And that's that's one of the biggest things. But I'm very focused, and so a lot of times people get take me wrong, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm so focused I'm on things. And yeah, I mean, it, you can appreciate that, but it's you have to have people around you that understand that. Like, no, he's in his element and he's focused, and you know, and I'll come up with crazy ideas all the time, you know. And, the, and band members just look at me like, dude, that's horrible that's going to be I'm going just trust me trust me and like I don't know man. And when it's done they're like holy shit you know <laughs> <laughs> like well okay I get, <laughs> I get it I get it we'll just let you do your thing and I'm like yeah because yeah, I gotta, have a vision I you know, I can see it in my head you got to have
1: faith in yeah the directors but some you know there's some directors who may not be good at articulating that to the actors yeah. but you got to take you know as an actor you got to trust like when we worked with uh, on Soldiers of Misfortune mm-hmm. with Jordan uh, Jordan Jacobo he's like a comedy writer actor director whatever but like He's an awesome guy, but like, I, I didn't really know what he wanted from me, but I just like listened to him. He's like, uh, uh, uh make it tighter, make it tighter. You know, she's like, okay, I'll just listen to you. You know how it's going to play out when you edit it. Right, but
0: right. one of the things I found with the 48 is it's helped me see where the weaknesses were in my team. Yeah. Yeah. And over That's the course point. of several years of doing the 48, we've been able to tighten up our production mm-hmm. by figuring out where those weaknesses are, targeting them and fixing them the next year. And then the next year, we see the other thing that's not quite working. Right, right. You know, up until we did Unlucky Charms this past year, Mm -hmm. um, I always felt like there was like one more thing to fix, one more thing to
2: fix. Well, it's good because that can apply to every production later. You can still, Mm -hmm. you still can be efficient and shoot on a tight schedule. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to drag out. That
0: whole experience of doing all those 48s did make our production this year that we did earlier this year a lot better. Yeah. Because we were able to achieve things. That were grander than I would have expected us to do because I knew what my team was capable of, mm-hmm. of being able to accomplish in limited time. So knowing that we had four times the amount of time, right. I knew I could front load the production with, you know, like rain elements, yeah, and, yeah. you know, a, a location shoot in Idlewild and, you know, we're going to, we're going to move everything to here and we're going to do this. And I knew I could expect them to pull and deliver and make it happen because we had all those experiences in the 48 and I knew what the strengths were. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting to, to use the 48 as a proving ground to kind of battle test your crew. Yeah, and figure out where the weak spots are because when you're that pressed for time, the weak spots become very, very clear to yeah. you. <laughs> they they, yeah. they just
2: oh, I'm sure. I mean, shine I, I, like a beacon. Honestly, I'll be surprised if I even get it done yeah. <laughs> in time. Like, I mean, <laughs> that'll be a huge there's success. There's a lot of people. Will, yeah, it'll just I'm not go, hey, expecting I got anything out of it. Yeah. It's like I, my, I just want to like complete it in time. Yeah. That's like mm-hmm. there's a deadline. Like I, you know. I've always prided myself on that. I've never missed a deadline in my life. I'm like, "Like, that's huge to me. So, but being, you know, like, oh, I got to just accept it as good as it is. That's going to be rough. (laughs) And at the very least, (laughs) you know, let's just say you're not happy with the
1: film you have. You did it. You turned it in. It's going to be showcased. People are going to see it. And, you know, you get a little bit of
2: a networking mixer thing out of it, too. So, you know, that's my fear, too. Like I'm saying, it's the ego thing. Like we're talking about that. It's not so much like, Oh, love me. It's like, I, I, you know, it goes back to my relationship with my dad. I, you know, after okay. studying psychology, it's like, I understand this better now that I'm an adult. Oh, you study psychology. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, College. Yeah, okay. That was like my thing. But, okay. Um, but you know, I have a better understanding now of that constant need to like look good in your father's eyes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that applies to everything. I think it probably applies to men, you know, I guess, boys, yeah, I guess like so. all of us in a way huh? as women, I think there's, there's definitely a difference there. I'm, I'm, guessing because I, yeah you know, but, uh, but always, uh, you know, that expectation and yeah. maybe the, you know, it's not like my dad put that expectation on me. Nice. It's my perception yeah, yeah, yeah. of the expectation. Yeah, yeah. And that's
0: what makes it even I, more difficult. I had go. a really hard time writing until my father passed away and it even still took a couple years after he died before I could like step up and say, okay, I'm going to be the writer in the group now because mm-hmm. my dad was the writer, <laughs> like for yeah, years yeah. and years. That's what I always knew my dad was. He was the writer in the family. He, yeah. was, he was the guy with perfect prose and knew how to put sentences together in a way that I didn't, you know, or apparently I thought I didn't. And It's like the passing of the torch, though. Like, yeah, he had he, he, had, he, to, he had to, to die for run. me able to step in and do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I finally wrote a – beginning to a screenplay that I've had in my head since like 99 when I was touring, when I was driving trucks around the wow. country, I came up with this story idea. I'm like, Oh, I need to make this into a movie someday. It's part of why I left the, the touring business and went back and learned how to do film was I had come up with this story idea for a serial killer and I wanted to tell it only I didn't have the balls to sit down and write yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I finally, it was last, last fall. Um, after we did Unlucky Charms, and I was feeling the high of like really accomplishing mm-hmm. something that I felt very very proud of um, from a writing standpoint in the forty eight, then I was like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to, I've got I got to write this, and I finally wrote the opening to the movie. And I was super excited, and I showed it to a number of people, and that's a mistake. It's always a mistake to show your stuff to people because they're like, "Oh, yeah, that's yeah. nice."
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you are <laughs> yeah, expecting yeah. to go, yeah. "Oh my god, this is the greatest thing!" But when like, in your head, yeah. and it probably will be, but you know, to them, I guess people
0: got to see it eventually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: But um, that's—I I, I have a comment on that too. So, but, go, ahead. go ahead. But you know,
0: I had my dad had to go before I could even get around to where I could write that. Yeah, you know, because in my eyes, I could yeah. never write well enough. For him to appreciate right, it. And if right, I couldn't write well enough for my dad to appreciate it. And the thing it, of it is, I just probably everything
2: write. you did was probably, your dad probably loved it. You know, like, that's my son, you know, did that. I mean, for years he was yeah, telling me, you yeah. got to sit
0: down and write. You yeah. need to start writing your own films. You've got to write your own films. Yeah. You know your stories better than anybody. And I'm like, I'm not the writer. But you're think, the writer. But think about man. if you had
2: started then where you'd be now. Yeah. you know and that's that's uh, kind of my philosophy in life too it's like I never want to look back five years from now and go wow I should have done this I should have yeah. done that that's my biggest fear Yeah, you yeah. Know, I don't want to look back oh I was complacent regrets. like yeah. I yeah. shouldn't yeah. yeah no 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 well, I, don't I would that. rather do something and yeah. not do it very well and then get better at it and yeah. look back and go look that's at my progression the 48. Yeah. Yeah. you're yeah. not going to regret it I mean no, I don't like, think I'll suck. regret it but it's like yeah, I, you know I just want it to be great whatever it's going to be you know I want people to love it and go wow that's cool you know and you yeah. Know, so well,
3: luckily you have a great support system yeah, in San Diego. You, you, you got you have a uh, lot of people that
2: love you. So you got a crew.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who is that? You are well liked in this community. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think cool. you are. You're not a polarizing dude, are you? I don't know. You're a likable guy in my eyes. Um, you got a crew. You don't know me yet.
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: I try, you know. Yeah. I'm just me. You,
1: know. you, you got uh, actors aligned? Yeah. I saw you had a po- thank you. You know, yeah. Out. You
2: know what the thing that is? I have a couple people that I've worked with. Yeah. What I'm gathering is. I don't want to wait till last minute. You know, I'd rather just mm. find a core group of people that kind of work together and then script the story around them That's their nice. That's what I and their personalities. And yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to just like, okay, we wrote this story and then like, you know, midnight Friday night, hey, I got to find some people to act this out. You know, obviously it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. But um, I, I have a core group of people that I know, but it's like I just want, you know, putting the word out there for others yeah. like there might be someone that I go, "Oh wow, that, that you know, hey, I'm, I'm an like. actor,
1: I want to be on a team." Yeah. Or
2: you know, I you know, look at some of these different actors like this person might work look good on screen with that person. And mm. you don't know. I mean, these combinations and chemistry, it's, it's, it's hard to, to see if it's going to work or not.
0: Yeah. That's true. I guess I could do the 48 this year. It would just be, it would be like a 12 hour festival for me. Though, <laughs> I can only work at night. Let's
3: do it. We <laughs> do. Let's
0: do it. I can only work at night and I have to have somebody deliver it'll, the movie. It's going to be Sunday like, it'll me. be like citizen change. <laughs> it's just going to be one continuous shot. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. Here's our film. Yep. Roll credits. <laughs> just be me and Kristen working on it. We'll yep. figure it out. <laughs> Hey, it could be done.
3: Yep, you know, I've or it could s- be horrible, and <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's still gonna that. be fun.
2: Yeah, oh, that's, that's Yeah, that's it. But you know, like I said, we'll we'll see. It might be it might be great. It might be horrible. You know, I don't know. Some of my some of my
0: favorite filmmaking stories do come from the '48, because yeah. like the time that we uh, got kicked off of Anza Desert by the park ranger <laughs> yeah. Yeah, after blowing our tire as we got into the park, and oh. he's driving by and he sees all our shit out of the car yeah. and a whole bunch of people waiting down the road, and he's like, "What's going on here?" Uh. And that was after we. Uh, blew the engine on the RV that was carrying all the gear when uh, we got about three three miles away from our office that morning. <laughs> it was like it was a morning of comical errors all yeah. going out to Anzubarago that culminated in him kicking us out. the <laughs> but that's yeah.
2: That's I guess that's part of the stories. Right? What was that <laughs> on? Yeah,
0: it was One. fun. It was uh, the Associates. Yeah. It was the Naked Rob days day's the balls. Desert. Yeah, Rob day's balls.
2: <laughs> I was watching. What was a McLean, Man Die Called Hard? McLean from Lash? No, oh. the Man Called McLean. And it, okay. uh, it, I guess it, it won last year or was one of the big winners last year. I oh, think. okay. A man called McLean. I, uh, uh, I forget who, who did it, but it was just, I was, I was laughing because I'm watching them just like, cause I'm studying all these other films and seeing what people were cranking out. And, and he's, he's referring to the bad guy and his name was Dixon hands. And I just kind of went, I had to hear the name like four times. I'm like, Dixon hands, Dixon <laughs> hands. I'm just going, oh. oh my God. How did I not catch that the first four times? I was like, Oh, that's brilliant. That's funny. You know? So, I was just, you know, some of the clever writing, you know, yeah, on such so short. Ones yeah. 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 And, yeah. There's a few I've seen that I was just like, wow, it's really good. I've, I've watched some of the winners. I try to go to the top, you know, I'm like, yeah. oh, here's the competition here, you know, but now some of the like international winners and some of those is like, wow, these are really good. I mean, mm-hmm. crank this out in two days, like, wow, this is, you know, it's pretty good, but you know, I just hope I can get it done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You know? So, yeah.
0: Well, it's, it's, it's interesting when you go to the 48 to see, Kind of how wide ranging yeah. the quality of the movies are. Yeah, and, uh, some of them are. Some of them are very hard to sit through, and some horrible. of them you watch and you just yeah. go, "What the? How the yeah, fuck yeah. did they do that?" Yeah, yeah it is weird. It's polarizing like, like,
1: like that. Yeah, some of them are like, "They must live in a they studio must have started like, This one last year, and then the <laughs> other ones are like, "They must have went through a thirty pack."
0: Yeah. <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then when you go through multiple years of it, you start to see the same teams. And you Mm. start to see the team that made a movie that you just couldn't sit through two years later making a movie that you go, wow, it's brilliant. And it's fun to watch them progress. And and I've mentioned it a few times. Because I've been doing the 48 in San Diego since 2007, I've seen a lot of teams come and go. And Mm. I've watched that progression of quality in San Diego year after year after year, just increase, increase, increase. And And the bad movies that we get now oftentimes are... Still better than some of the best movies from my first year that yeah, I did, yeah. and it's really interesting to see.
2: I yeah, I hope ours is just like good enough. <laughs> to <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> embarrass myself. Want? What's that? What genre would you want? Oh, I don't know. I I, I don't anything but musical, man. I'm yeah, telling you, you anything. Because if you got like if that, you got rom com, what do you think? Oh, that that'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I actually think more of a dramatic. Kind of relationship. Mm. A lot of my videos too are, they're kind of relationship based, mm-hmm. that human connection. That psychology back Yeah, then yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, yeah. those are things that people can let's, always connect to. Let's
3: Get Medicated, you know? your video that mm-hmm. won awards here in San Diego. The nice yes. mm-hmm.
0: That also was shown. Yeah, at the she's new the best media host at the, like the table, to be honest yes. with you. And
3: we were lucky enough to be up there when it was showing at the New Media Film Festival in LA. That was
2: fantastic.
3: Thank you. Already. And that had definitely a, you know, a not a rom-com. I wouldn't say that, but definitely an emotional or,
2: you know. No, I'm pretty sure a uh, mental patient getting chased through a mental yeah, asylum a is not a rom-com. No, <laughs> are you watching the same video? It's a rom Yeah. yeah. yeah it was, it was,
3: I mean, <laughs> metaphorically yeah, a speaking, a, to right. me, that had, you know, I saw a man affected by a woman, and that was the medication that he was talking about, her craziness, her, right. her you know, her...
0: So cool to hear people's interpretations.
3: No, I
2: absolutely love hearing different interpretations of it because I'm very heavy on metaphor. Like every video, I could go back and pick apart certain things and pick elements out of it that you would go, I never saw that. Whoa, blown away by how that, that psychological twist on that. And, you know, Medicaid is a very, it's a pretty simple thing. I mean, you listen to the lyrics, the lyrics are your dialogue, it drives what the visuals are about. And that one is simply about people that medicate to escape their problems. Mm-hmm. Now, when you watch the video, the nurse represents the addiction. Mm-hmm. She's pretty at first and she's that sexy and like, Ooh, yeah, she looks kind of, you know, and then she comes closer and then she like turns on you and you're like, what? You yeah. know, and then trying to escape that it, it's the constant chase. And it's that, that metaphor for trying to escape your addiction. Cause it's not pretty, it's exactly. ugly and you're going through all this freaky stuff. And at the end, you know, the door's open. And, you know, to the people that haven't seen it, this is a
3: <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler
2: alert. Um, so, you know, at the end, the door's open and there she is. You're like, you know, you can't escape her. Yeah. So, you know, it's a very simple metaphor, Absolutely. you know, but uh mm-hmm. But it has absolutely nothing to do with a relationship. No,
3: it, I mean a relationship
2: you with know, I mean, you know, yeah. narcotics. No, yeah. I but, but, zombie feel. But, but it feel. can, yeah, but you can interpret that. that well, it's your relationship with
0: your demons. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what it is. Absolutely, yeah. I definitely yeah. got
3: that from the video, and yeah. I thought about it later. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about your video more mm-hmm. after right. I, I watched it, and it could represent that sure. for somebody else.
2: Sure, and and that's the way I put a lot of thought into the design of my videos because. You know, I understand a good portion of people out there are a little more simple, not mm-hmm. to insult people, but, I mean, they're a little more simple. They're, they're not wanting to think. They just want to be entertained. Exactly. So, to them, they could just be watching. It's the visuals. It's, like, this scary stuff going on that mixes with a song. You see the band, and it's very simple. And they're like, oh, they like it or not, you know. And there's other people that are a lot deeper that want to have meaning, and they look for meaning in things. And so, I think I try to get both types, you know, and that's that's the challenge for me. Hmm. It's is, not like a tool. She read into it, it as a metaphor. Right, right. No and I took it sounds. in as the literal. Yeah. And I said,
1: that's awesome because you shot it at the haunted hotel. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> that was cool. That must, must be. Yeah. So yeah cool. I'm telling you, we, we shot that during the day. Mm-hmm. And that was still creepy as hell. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Now, it's, why
3: do they call it the haunted hotel? Well, it's a haunted
2: Hotel. You know, I know that,
1: that, but why is it,
3: it used haunted?
2: to be a hotel? Years and years and years ago. Was there
1: some? It's like a, no, it's a, how do I it? no, it's a, it's, no, it's it's, it's it, a fake haunted house. Yeah, it, at Halloween they only oh, open it. Okay, they open it. Yeah. <laughs> they open it in the month nah. of October. They're going to open it for Comic Con. Yeah, I Comic-Con. went to a Comic Con party there two years ago. It was like awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that must have been really fun to shoot there. Yeah, it really real was. Stuff.
2: It, it's one of those things. They gave mm-hmm. us four days to shoot in there, and it was they closed down like right after Halloween, and we shot that. The week before uh, Thanksgiving, and and then they clear out. They're like done until yeah. like March, and then they start rebuilding a bunch right, of stuff. Right, yeah. And, and I had four <laughs> days in there. And we had to get the whole thing done. <laughs> and I spent you know the first like the first day, and we only had four hours each day to shoot, mm-hmm. or like from eleven to four, so like five hours. But we had to haul gear in, and sure, it's like sure. downstairs off the street downtown. Like it was just yeah. horrible. And they gave us four days to shoot, four hours, four five hours a day. And the first day, we spent hours shooting, setting up light, because we got to lo- move. There's only certain parts of that that I wanted to use. Like, there's other stuff like dungeon looking stuff and like, that doesn't really apply. That's mm. not going to fit. And obviously, shot a ton of stuff that I never used. And we had a bunch of extras that were in certain parts. And when I start editing, I'm like this, it's just too much. Just mm. I got to keep it simple to the, <laughs> the the chase and the band and and yeah. <laughs> and you know, <phone rings> hello? hello, hello, time's up. Interviews over. Talking about yourselves, <laughs> but they had like, uh, but we had to move lights around. Zombie clown. Oh god, yeah. There's all kinds of stuff. That but, pig
1: that's hung up upside down. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm like you know, What can I do with this? I'm like nothing. It's not gonna fit. Yeah. So they really that whole all the chase scenes, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. That whole thing was filmed in about maybe twenty percent of the whole place because there's yeah. so many different yeah. types of themes in there. And and we shot the whole first day like two hours of footage. Yeah, and I didn't use one second of it. It was uh, horrible. I'm looking back on. Use it for be. Horrible. Right? The costuming was wrong. Everything. Uh, no, there was nothing. I mean, no, you are perfection. Oh god, though. it was horrible. No, it wow. was bad, and, and I knew it right away. You know, I'm looking at like whatever dailies, whatever you call them. At the end of the day, I'm yeah. going, holy shit, this is going to be a nightmare. I got three days to put, pull this thing together, and uh, and then like the next day, you know, we start filming. I had like the orderlies, you know, that were there. And and one guy couldn't make it. He promised me for like three weeks, oh, I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be there, dude. And he calls like a half an hour before we're getting ready to film. And he's like, Oh yeah, man, I can't make it. What? So now I'm like down. I got I gotta have two order. You can't have one orderly, you know. I gotta have two. And like so we're calling everyone we know, and then we so we get like this skinny kid that was running our website, he's like, Oh yeah, I'm free. You know, he comes down like (laughs) I I I wanted two beefy looking bald head dudes. I'm like, this is perfect. So you got to adapt and change, you know, and yep. we made it work, you know. Um, and then we got a little bit of footage the second day. And then, and in that video too, it, it's like doing a movie. Everything was out of sequence. All the makeup, mm-hmm. like the the nurse, the makeup design, we had to shoot before and afters and stuff that would be in between, you know, and we had her for one day. So it was very complicated and everything, all every shot list was written out and storyboarded. Here's what's happening here that um, almost every frame that mm-hmm. whole video was storyboarded. It was a book storyboarded it out. And That's
1: how you work, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And when
2: it was done, yeah, it's like a it's like a movie. I mean, mm-hmm. it, that's the way I treat them. And mm-hmm. and we had yeah, we did we had done a lot of work on blocking the shots and uh, you know, rehearse, 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 and let's shoot it. I don't like to do, oh just you know kind of guerrilla shoot. Let's just shoot until something's good. Hmm. Like no, let's rehearse it. How's, how's the lighting look? And you know, and it it, it took quite a bit quite a bit of time we we spent like the first two days dicking around with lights trying to get lighting right and probably 90 percent of that i shot with an on-camera led light walking (laughs) through the hallways that looked the best because you know the the light behind it was darker and it gave that certain glow and you know and so you know little production techniques like that you know you spend all this time lighting it making it look great you're like it doesn't look so good you know just a the flashlight looks better, you know? Yeah, so yeah. more appropriate for that. Yeah. You know, that's those true. Things, yeah. You, you don't know. want yeah. So. Yeah, LED. Yeah. But I, I, really enjoy all the technical aspects of, of getting all everything to, to work too. Yeah. You know, and that video is kind of funny because I get a lot of comments from editors you know being they're like how did you make that how do you make it look so jerky like that what kind of plug-in are you using and I'm like "Ah, it's not a plug-in and that was that was every <laughs> every actor everyone was like slow motion like dude slow down slow down like walk slow and then everyone was trying to walk normal pace I'm like no slow down and that's what gave it the look because we speed it up to normal pace and then oh, then it looks yeah, that's jerky it looks, and yeah. and some of the frame rates were changed on some of them some of them are like 15 frames a second mm-hmm. you know so a lot of you know uh, I, I like messing with frame rates a lot. And you can do that with, uh, you know, music videos too. Yeah. You don't have to follow that format, you know, like film and, you know, which you know. some movies make some do. Oh, I mean, Fury like, Road.
0: Braveheart does a great job. Yeah. With, with
2: well, I mean, Fury, Fury Road, Road, more, you know, recent with uh, oh, George Miller. Unbelievable. I mean, they, they have Did you like love so, that movie or Oh God. I, yeah. I actually have it. I have a really nice copy of it oh, that I do? watch on my smart TV at home. My 65 inch. <laughs> yeah, it's Phenomenal. Oh, man, um, Max. Yeah. yeah. It was God. beautiful. It was all what a breathing.
3: lovely day. That was 3,500 3, individual hand-drawn shots. Took 10 years to draw. Really? It was really? all hand-drawn, yes. Jesus. What are you talking about? Are talking about? Are we talking about <laughs> the which same one, movie?
2: Which one are you done? The Fury Road? Yeah, man. Yeah, Max. The storyboards. Was oh, def- the, storyboards. Yeah, the storyboards. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I didn't hear you say storyboards. Yeah, I'm like, story? what? okay, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thirty
3: five hundred shots. Oh, oh, yeah. He, he spent drawn. years and
2: years. Oh, beautiful. They had four hundred and eighty hours of film. And
3: there was mostly man, how long suns. that
2: takes six months just to look at everything. It
3: was mostly mm-hmm. stunts too, which
2: yeah. I love. All those cars, yeah. all practical actually effects. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I love it. So much better. Yeah, but you know, we were talking like frame rates too. I mean, just his use of frame rates in that too is like phenomenal. Every Every scene is, is manipulated to have a certain look. And I, I really like that attention to detail because I've seen that movie so many times now. And, I, and I, I try to pick up from the best, you know, like pick up elements. How are they shooting that? How's the lighting there? The color grading on that movie, too, is phenomenal. Yeah, it is. Oh, my yeah, God. It's beautiful.
1: It. For some odd reason, I watch that uh, trailer like a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. I just love that trailer. It's just
2: unbelievable. Yeah, the, like, it's cool. just it's so cool. I mean, I love that movie. It just that it gets better every time I watch it. It gets better, you know. It's one of the few movies, you know. Yeah. I, don't, I have very few movies I watch over and over, and that one's like it's definitely in my top ten instantly. And it's yeah, just, really just, like oh, it yeah, that much. huh? That much. Yeah, okay, so good. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. I've I mean, there's there's certain elements of it that I kind of laugh at, like well, okay, like, like Charlize Theron, you know, it comes from this Spheroes specific stuff. tribe and they yeah. all talk like. Aborigines or, yeah. you know, outback, you know, Australians, but oh no, she has a normal American accent. Like, okay. Well, she's, she's what South African. Yeah. Some but American? she has this like a, an American yeah, accent in yeah. it. and it just doesn't fit. And you know, Harden, some of the accents too. didn't fit. Like you got the, the Tom five, the, the four wives or whatever, mm-hmm. five, whatever the, the yeah. wives well, they've all grown up together they've all been together the whole time but they all sound completely different mm-hmm. no yeah. they would it, they would sound similar so I, but I, I kind of nitpick on stuff so like he, that you know if so you really want to make graphics, this perfect you know, so it gives it, it gets Star, an a minus yeah. of an a you know so right. a minus yeah. yeah but I mean it you know but that's just no one else knows the, the that's guys, part of filmmaking where you also the guitarist the sort of stuff like, yeah, out the, the whole time headphones. that yeah. was that was, yeah. that was rock and roll, yeah. dude. That <laughs> was metal. That actually was a, a real flamethrower, they were saying. That wow. was real. He's like, <gasps> you know, flame shooting. I am like, amazing. that's cool. The guy who played the bad guy
1: was the guy who played the original bad guy in the first movie. Yeah, toe cutter. Co- uh, toe cutter, yeah.
2: Toe cutter, yeah,
1: yeah uh, exactly, yeah.
2: Yeah, man, God, the costuming. They were, I was oh watching an interview with him, and he was saying he comes on set the first amazing. time. And in costume and the whole thing and all the war boys are like eating lunch, I guess, mm-hmm. or something, you know, all the extras. And he's like, let's shape up. And he's like going into his whole routine and everyone's like, whoa. And they just like military, like jumped up. And, and it was the first time they would seen him in costume yeah. too. Yeah. They read everything because he had like whole backstory to the character. So they're really familiar with this guy, you know, military leader. And, and it was like, that, that would just be cool to be like, you know, just to see that witness mm-hmm. that you know that level of filmmaking just incredible you know you can only dream to like you know be a part of something like that it would just be incredible
1: who are your influences i'm
2: gonna take a i'm gonna just go on a limb here mm-hmm. are you a big rob zombie fan or no yeah actually it's okay. funny yeah right. actually a lot of people compare not compare me to the rob zombie sure you know artistically but yeah. in in the fact that you know he's you know filmmaker come from a
1: metal background going yeah. to filmmaking yeah. yeah and a and good filmmaker
2: too yeah I wouldn't go that far. Okay. No, I mean, he, he's good at what he does. I, sure. I I, think some of his stuff's a little too self-indulgent. Mm. It, it could be better. He could have better writers, I think. I don't know if he's writing everything. He does put out quality stuff, mm. but I think if he had a good writing team, it could be so much better. His are you talking about the great. Halloween or are you talking about, uh, pretty much all of us. I mean, devil rejects. was Devil's like, devil De- rejects. That was like his best movie. I thought oh, yeah. it, that was, yeah. that was good. You know, yeah. it's really dark and it's very, you know, in line, but I mean, you know, the Lords of Salem and like, that was well, not I don't good. know if I saw that one. What was yeah, the other one? You did? House uh, of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. And yeah, that's, you know, for his genre that he likes to do, it's good. But I mean,
0: I heard a, I heard a thing on the radio like a week ago that he's working on something that's outside of that genre. Finally. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like he's, now, he's the guy's a phenomenally talented guy. And and one of the things that I admire the most about him is, you know, the guy's up at like six o'clock every day mm. and he's working and mm. he works till like midnight and you know, he sleeps and he gets up at six and he's working again. And mm. John five, his guitar player, who's a phenomenal guitar player, probably one of the best out there he says, yeah, you know, that his work ethic is, is crazy. I've never met anyone like him. And he's like, you know, the only time I see him kind of take a break is like, when we're actually on tour, he doesn't get up till seven. You know? like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And it's, and I, I kind of pride myself on that work, work ethic too. Mm. I, you know, I'm not comparing myself, but it's like, if you want to succeed at anything, I mean, just getting a project done, as you know, with your last night, I mean, just getting a project done is is success. You know, yeah, it's success isn't measured, you know, by how well it's received or how much money it makes or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I mean, if you can put out something quality, you look back on yourself years later and go, wow, I accomplished that. That's a success, you know, and, you know, you have varying degrees of acceptance. you know. But I mean, not to not to bring it up because we do every podcast, but what's the vague? We bash
1: on all the time. But, But no, wait, no. Go on. You we finished a feature
0: film. Yes, we did. And you had a goal. What right? yeah. you wanted a feature? We had, we had twenty thousand dollars, and we we shot a feature right here. And you, you were know, before before things moved to, you know, memory cards and stuff. We shot and digital and crowdfunding, and, and yeah, before yeah, you were we, thirty. We had a what was camera your, that was a lemon from Canon, and we had to figure out how to work around yeah, right. a, a record head that didn't work, and you know, whatever. I mean, we, I we did, figured did out. <laughs> it but organically how did that? that I brought it up? You could have said a now. movie. I am immensely proud of the accomplishment of finishing the film. Yes. The film itself is a, (laughs) it's a time capsule for where I was in in my own filmmaking. Actually. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All of our artistic endeavors. That's what it is. And it's something you're leaving your mark in the world and you look back, you know, some projects are better than others, you know, obviously, but you know, seeing a progression and just the the love of the art.
0: I have almost every single short film that I've done available online. And some people have asked me, they're like, why don't you take some of the old crappy stuff off? Like, you know, why are you leaving stuff up from college that, you know, looked like shit? And I'm like, because that's part of my, mm-hmm. it's part of my buildup. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's where I started from. And to me, that's important to remember mm-hmm. where I started and be able to go back on my own and see it. And I welcome other people to go and see it and then look at the stuff that I'm doing today. And and if you watch all those short films in chronological order, you can see the mm-hmm. progression of a filmmaker you know and you see the things that we as a team and myself as a director and a writer and a producer are working on fixing and correcting and improving from movie to movie to movie all the way through it's a, it's a you know 15 16 year record of right. my progression as a movie maker I, i'm proud of that yeah absolutely. i'm not necessarily proud of the outcome of the every product, individual yeah. product right but the overall arc of who I am, I'm very proud of all. Well, it's, the a, it's
2: a whole number day. of individual accomplishments. And that's mm-hmm. those are successes. Yep. You know, like I said, it doesn't it, if it's not received as well, you know, one is better than the other, whatever. Yeah. It's just completing a project because think of the amount of people that just wish they could get something done, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they live vicariously through the rest of us a lot of times. Like that's I think that why uh, you know people like look up to us like, well, when we are the ones that are accomplishing you know we're getting things done we're putting it out there for other people well, and the of my movies with no money yeah, you know? yeah. Well, I, it's like like the music videos you know i i've had uh several people like certain projects i've done they're like my god that looks like a $50,000 video and i'm like no i did that for 600 well, bucks yep. what like the medicated video mm-hmm. that i spent 600 bucks making that Get video out. they're like how what uh, did you have to rent that haunted hotel no no oh. they, we actually we had some connections through people that mm. allowed us to use it and and Robert, who owns a place, was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, it, he was really it's kind of a great. a plug for the hotel, and that's and we told him that too. And and yeah, you know, and I try to put it in all the little you know the media kit and where yeah. whenever it goes out. And it's been in six. God, I lost count. I think six film festivals this year. Cool. Alone. I mean, starting with San Diego, mm-hmm. um, there's actually uh, the uh, CIFF in Hollywood in like two weeks. The same weekend yeah, as uh, 48. Right. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be in that, and they're doing a feature and, and some bunch of media for that. And I unfortunately I can't go to it, mm. but uh, I'd like to. You know, because kinda, of the
1: 48. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Damn you,
1: 48.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I, I've been. It's it's the first time I ever entered anything into film festivals, and it's like it's been it's won awards in three. Yeah. And it's been accepted as six so far. I'm like, that's, that's that's cool. You know, it's, it's just kind of validating that, okay, I'm at a level where, you you know, it's at that level where it can be taken seriously. Mm -hmm. And I am an artist and I, you know, I'm not an animal. It's (laughs) it's like, we're
0: not, we're not necessarily out to win awards, but being recognized as being somebody yeah. who's putting quality out right it does right. mean something
2: mm. yeah and that's what I'm saying it's it's the yeah. validation like okay yeah i I am good enough at this, you know, I'm not putting out crap and that's mm. and that's you know
0: I guess it's well, I have to get invested. on a lot of my films like I haven't bothered doing the film festival circuit because I just, like, for me, it's like, just finishing the film was all that mattered right, to me. Right. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I never followed through on the yeah. film festivals. I
2: mean, I have other projects I'm I have not even do consider for a film yeah. festival. But, like, this one I was proud of, mm. you know, and it and it had some meaning. And and I just thought visually it was so different than something, like, like the new media film. I mean, it's so mm. different than all the others. Mm-hmm. And there were some good videos. Yeah. But it was so different. And, you know. And being hard rock like that, being accepted, because that's like way out of the mainstream for these types of festivals, you know. So and that's even yeah. a huge, you know, bigger success to me personally that, you know, you know, my music and that video that's so out of the norm is being viewed upon as worthy, you know. Yeah, that's true. I
1: mean, it's you know, it's metal. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, it's not, not I mean, let's be honest, metal kinda. It's not mainstream. No, not. I at mean, Nantham never was.
2: Well, maybe yeah, the it 80s.
1: Was. in the eighties. Okay, yeah. In the eighties. In Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in the, that's, yeah I just yeah, don't want it, to offend it, you. Would but yeah. yeah. No, no, you're not <laughs> gonna offend me. It is what it is. <laughs> it peaked in the eighties, yeah. But uh, I mean some of the other like uh, Gothic Summer, I think was one mm-hmm. that's uh, well, that's not really a good example, but it's That's just, a
0: good video too. That yeah. is a good video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, video. Or
1: some of the other ones that were at the uh, the new media festival are more.
2: I there was a one that one band that had it was uh, all the flying. Uh, it was like some green screen stuff they'd done with uh, what I don't even know the song. It was like a vampire type of song, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was like a phenomenal oh, video. I was going, yeah. wow, this is amazing. And yeah.
3: was one band was animated. It was yeah, animated. that guy it was, was like cool.
0: Gorky's, animated. Gorky's. He yeah. was funny. Yeah, I mean.
3: Really, all of them were really interesting. Yeah. They're all very different. All yeah. very different.
0: That that's was what I'm saying. Over. It's just like it's yeah. so eclectic
1: now. Yeah. Uh, the the music video yeah. you know, mm-hmm. is no yeah. yeah. longer. I
3: think it's great that they're overlooking the type of music and looking at what the is visual art. Yeah, visually. exactly.
2: Yeah, the overall quality of yeah. it. Yeah, because yeah. exactly. in
0: the end, they're film festivals. They're yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. there was there was a
1: hip hop one. I mean, you know, that wasn't my cup yeah. of tea, obviously. Or it
2: it wasn't. The like film, looked, the it looked episode. great. The music video this looked great, but there's so many of those. Yeah. And that's, that's the type yeah. of bands i like. I turned that down because yeah, I don't really want to do like a fluff piece for mm. someone. Cause it doesn't really say much, you mm. know, I mean, that's going to be forgotten a couple years from now. The way I look at it, I want to create something that 20 years from now, people can still look back Oh, well, that's cool.
1: What's your favorite you video know? of all time?
2: Oh God, I, I don't really have any favorite videos. Okay. Um, I really actually, I, you know, honestly, I don't even really look at a lot of videos that way. You know, I, I study them more than enjoy them, yeah. you know, okay. and, and study what watching,
3: they're doing. I saw Land of uh, Confusion the mm-hmm. other day. So I hadn't seen that in such a long time. And I Land forgot. Of confusion.
2: Mike and the Mechanics? Oh. No, right?
3: no, no, no. It's um, oh,
2: the...
3: the original Land of Confusion.
2: Yeah, the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that Mike and the Mechanics, or was that uh, was that? Should I Google? Was it? that Genesis? YouTube, YouTube it. Yeah, was it Genesis or was it? <laughs> I'm I'm, a, I'm lost, so I'm going to back up with the puppets, way. right? Yeah. With the Reagan puppet. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, cool. I don't know if that. I thought maybe that's Genesis. I don't remember. Yeah, Google that real quick. All right, sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. We got to know. Yeah. It was oh, good, please.
3: but it was one of those videos I remember seeing. When I was young, mm. and it was shocking. Yeah, you know, and it's to me, there's not a lot of videos that stand out like that. Even when I saw The Wall for mm-hmm. the first time and I saw, you know, the animated live action and it just something in my brain was kind of, you know, these synapses started happening and melding together. And I I was watching it in a different way yeah. and hearing music in a different way. I hate to say this, but a lot of the time, if I love a song, I don't watch a music video. Right. Because not that it's, I don't want to be rude to the artist, but usually the emotional connection I have with the, the music and lyrics is so much more important to me right. than seeing visually yeah. what the artist You could probably wants equate to that to
2: reading a book and then seeing a movie exactly. on the book that's like doesn't live yeah, up to your expectations. Because so it, it means something depends.
0: different huh. to yeah. you. Yeah. It just
3: depends on the song. Sure. You know sometimes I I, I, and I, I like, love
0: music videos. Like I'll, yeah. I'll throw Vivo on on my Apple TV. I, I love good music and videos. Just, yeah, and just, music you know? and videos, just vanish yeah. into music. I mean, like videos
2: anything before. Beyonce puts out, where they're all just dancing around. Like I could care less. I mean, because it's to me. I mean, I, under, I, I appreciate the choreography and, and the talent that goes yeah, into that. I mean, but like, to me, it's, it's forgettable. It's like it's flavor of the month instead of something that's memorable that um, you know is, is artistic yeah. and it I says think, something. I think More you know? videos
0: mm-hmm. though are of that variety being artistic and, and interesting than, really? than the dance Well, videos. I think that's kind you of You don't see a lot too. of the dance videos anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah uh, I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I, I see a lot of I, fluff yeah, stuff yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. It's I because don't even it's know well you cookie see videos cutter.
1: besides YouTube right now anyways. But, uh, you know, but we'll say back in the heyday in the 80s and the 90s, like some of the, you know, like uh, uh, anything Michael Jackson, I guess, put out. But like, uh, okay, uh, November Rain mm-hmm. or uh, – the one that keeps on keeps popping in my head is, uh remember that uh President of the United States, that Peaches video? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That Sorry. wasn't supposed so actually, to actually, so I used goofy. to
2: share a manager with that band. <laughs> but
1: okay. I don't know why. Whenever yeah, I think music funny. video that one sticks out. That yeah. was like, that movie's, that video that, that If you like, ever get a
3: chance, their other music is amazing, by the way. Yeah. They really have a lot of great music. I, wow. I started listening to them a couple of years ago, some other stuff. I was like, whoa, this is the same band? Yeah. They're really good, so-
0: like, like okay Bruno, Go. Bruno Mars makes a lot of
3: really, really
0: interesting, quirky, fun
3: huge, right. That was like, a huge, that was a huge,
2: I'm just, I'm just talking mainly about like the fluff pieces that's, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's, I'm, I'm not into that. But stuff. the beautiful no. thing
0: about how we consume music videos these days is you can skip those really sure. easily yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> and true. move on to the next. But I mean,
2: there's one. like you were saying, there's uh, sometimes a song means a lot to you that you don't mm-hmm. want to watch the video because you don't want it to tarnish that. But on the other hand, there could be a great music video will like will make you like the Absolutely. song. Like a, a, a example yeah. for me, uh, Imagine Dragons, the, the yeah. radioactive yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! I, mean, I, didn't really, yeah. I didn't care about the song. I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I saw the music video. The video just came on. Awesome. I was like, holy shit! This is yeah. like now. That's a cool music video. I'm yeah. on that boat. You got you Lou and Phillips. Say. You know, this is a yeah. bad guy. I'm Like, yeah. oh yeah, it's on. Yeah. And the puppet. I'm like, oh, okay, that was great. I you heard know? it like and 20 years. like maybe? that song. Exactly. I, did, I saw now the about the song. Now I'm like, I like that song. Every time I hear that song, I think of that video. So it's memorable. Like You're saying it's it's a great example. I gotta
3: watch it now. That's my goal. Nope, I don't watch music videos, Mark.
1: I got to see that. Oh, Tish, Tish, Tish. Oh, Tish. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, awesome. It's no, great. I actually it's think this is video. a
0: golden age for, for music videos because of the fact, the really good ones, you can find them and yeah. you can watch them when you want to watch them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Whereas back in the day in the 80s and stuff, all you had was MTV unless somebody taped it on VHS. Yeah, well, there's so you many. You had to wait yeah. for it to cycle. Yeah, there's back so many out internet out. stations now that have Now you can go seek out the good videos and. And, and, there's and actually and there are, blurred there lines artists, is another one. Yeah. There are some artists that are that she are is. literally recrafting their their Everyone room, loves that video. Their music yeah. career by becoming amazing music videos. Well, you artists. know there's
2: once uh, back in the eighties too, like Tom Petty always had great music videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stories. Last right Dance with Mary Jane with yep. Kim Basin. Track. That was great. I yeah. mean, uh, what was the other one with uh, Johnny Depp that I can't remember the what, name of the song. Now. What was the you one that like, was
1: like, uh, it was like uh, Alice in the Wonderland.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that the one you're talking yeah. about? No, no, okay. no, that's not the one, but no. it's uh, I know I the I one you're talking about. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, the I guy agree. who comes
0: out and play, learns to play the guitar, and then yeah, then yeah. gets all yeah. sucked into the into the life, becomes
2: a rock star, like. But yeah. yeah, it was Johnny Depp. He was. They were filming some uh, some movie at the time. And he had like two weeks off, and they shot that whole thing in that yeah. that, that time frame. I, I could ask know, you that's this: cool.
1: Are you a big James Headfield fan?
2: Uh you know, I I, I like Metallica growing up. Yeah, uh, am I a huge Hetfield fan? Not necessarily. No, but, okay. uh, I I like their earlier stuff. Wow. No. You know, up until Justice for All everybody. after that. I, like, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, well, I mean, Metallica, you know, like, kill them all. Came out, I was like 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. And that was right when I started playing guitar. I was just like, holy crap. This is just it, the, the, you know, adolescent aggression. And, <laughs> yeah. and you know, metal just really resonated with me. And I, and sure. I loved it. I love that, you know, that energy. But, you know, I always listened to all kinds of music. You yeah. know, I was very open. I mean, I actually owned a, a recording studio all through the 90s. And I produced ska bands. I mean, of all, yes. you know, horn sections. I was into that. I was very so open I'm so glad to, they're coming
1: back. I love ska I was yes into it when is. I was a. I don't know. I guess a teenager.
2: I don't Mm -hmm. know. I mean, so I I produced a lot of different types of music (laughs) and I was always very open about music. I I wasn't one of these typical metalhead guys and like, you know, blocked everything else out. You know, I I listened to a lot of, I mean, I listened to a lot of pop. I love Katy Perry. She's so brilliant, I mean. you know, yeah. and, and her
0: music videos are amazing.
2: Yeah. I mean, she's, she's one of the best. I mean, there's a reason why she had like, you know, 10 hits off that you know, sure. last record. Just, it's a great record. And, you know, I mean, even like a lot of people don't like Lady Gaga. But I, I think she's I a great Lady writer. Gaga, she's yeah. a great singer. You listen to her acapella. Oh my she's God. Talented, she's she's no really talented. Did you yeah. hear
0: the stuff she did with Tony Bennett?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she's great, you know. So it's like I'm not limited, you know, to just one genre of music. And I, I actually get disappointed in a lot of, like, metal bands because that they are, are yeah. so narrow-minded, yeah. you know. And it's that's one of the things with a lot of metal guys. It's just like, oh, you, if you, like, Lady Gaga, you're a fag or whatever. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, it's just being open-minded about talented music, you know. You don't yeah. have to be so close-minded about yeah. things. And it's just – but that's the mentality in a lot of people. And it's like, you know, I – I don't can like tell they're dated line. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna go into that. But um, something I was gonna say. But um, go ahead. No, 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 no. It's not important. Okay. It's, you'll go, man. I wish he didn't say that because you just
0: buzzkill. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, we're we're at an hour and twenty minutes. Oh my god. Actually, Ooh. hour and twenty two. So we're halfway done. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> uh, and I actually have to be back up in North County in like forty five minutes. And uh, so. we can edit out half of this. It's like, it's like an audition
1: going to be late but for. Rich, thank you so much for taking <laughs> yeah. the
0: time to chat with us. Thanks for having me. And uh, you know, I, I definitely want to hear what your 48-hour experience is like. So, yeah, yeah we'll definitely we'll definitely chat after okay. that weekend. So, I'm going <laughs> like, to I'm gonna be very I'm, curious to see how I'm, I'm, I'm Prozac. Gonna, I'll give you 24 hours to sleep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No rest for the wicked, right?
2: <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Yeah,
0: looking forward to that. It should be cool. Well, cool. All right, man. Well, best of luck in yes. all your music videos that you're getting ready to work man. on for other people. Thank we'll you know how tough that can be. And, uh, you know, definitely let us know next time you're working on something of your own, you know, I'd be happy to help out. Cool. Appreciate cool. that. All right. Yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no, wasn't
2: right. that
0: serious.
2: Was an Thanks for coming out. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thanks guys.
0: Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30 day free trial at www.audibletrial.com I X E. Over 150,000 tiles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Audible.com is your source for digital audiobooks. My personal favorite is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, read by Stephen Fry. It's amazing. So get your free 30-day trial and free audiobook download, and show your support for the intellectual podcast by going to www.audibletrial.com. slash I-X-E.